you feel about your life at the moment? It's it's not bad. It's changed very much. And obviously, I was I'm still in tears sometimes. Um, sometimes about Carlo, but in other ways, I'm more active. I talk to more people because I'm having to do things myself, which I like. As he tackles both bereavement and dementia, Nicky Stevens remains determined to maintain an active lifestyle. Whether designing furniture, playing in a punk band, or learning to dance, Nicky Stevens' life has always been rich in variety. Despite now living with dementia and the loss of his husband, the 71-year-old Londoner intends to keep living as fully as he possibly can. My name's Gareth Bracken, and I met a man who prefers support to sympathy. Hi, Nicky, I'm Gareth. Oh, hello. Hi, good to meet you. How are you? Okay. Well. I visit Nicky at his home in Peckham, South East London, where the books and artwork on show indicate that he is a man of travel and culture. Slender with dark hair, Nicky looks young for his age, and his warm and welcoming persona is immediately evident as we begin to discuss his early life. Having completed art school in the late 1960s, Nicky trained to become a teacher, but left the profession less than a year later after deciding that it wasn't for him. A job working as a carpenter and joiner for a building contractor then helped him to hone his craft before launching his own venture. He made a success of designing and making bespoke pieces such as furniture, shelving and staircases for private clients. The, the boss thought I should stay and was rather annoyed when I said, I think I'll just do it myself. And so that's what I did. And I, I just started finding people who who wanted the work. You know, so I'd go and see them. Somebody wanted something in their house and then it sort of got more and more fun because it was designing things, and that's what felt really good for me. Nicky and his older brother Roger were also in a punk band called The Desperate Bicycles. The group released a series of independent records in the late 1970s and was championed by BBC Radio DJ John Peel. We all sang different songs because we had our own special songs about our life. Um, my particular one about that was that I didn't want to be a teacher. <laughs> so. And Nicky's family includes many high-profile figures with their own fascinating stories. His father, Robert Stevens, was a correspondent and foreign editor for the Observer newspaper. Barbara Altunian, known as Taki, was Nicky's mother. She was an inspiration for the author Arthur Ransom, who based aspects of his children's classic, Swallows and Amazons, on his experience teaching her and her siblings to sail in the Lake District. Taki, of Armenian, Irish and British descent, wrote two celebrated memoirs of Syria, where she lived and worked at different times. Nicky feels a strong connection to the Syrian city of Aleppo, which he visited with his late husband Carlo, before the country's civil war. I managed to take Carlo there twice, just in time before the terrible things had happened. Because I, you know, he was very happy to see where I'd been and everyone loved him as well. <laughs> Nicky and Carlo had been together for 37 years when Carlo died suddenly in April 2017. They had met while celebrating New Year's Eve 1979 in London when Carlo, an American, 
was over with the US Air Force. I just saw this guy and he did see me looking at him. So I managed to get down to him and uh, we managed to talk around in there and um, at one point it was so packed we, we lost each other for about half, nearly half an hour and I was oh no please you know, but we found each other, each other and so you know we got together but he could only stay for one night because he had to be out, out to the American have place, which was just out of London. You weren't allowed to be gay or anything in those days. But I used to go up there now and again, managed to get in there and stay the night. <laughs> it was a bit scary, but the guy who used to be in his room at the same time said, oh, look, I'll go in another room. You can go in there. <laughs> so, but anyway, so it wasn't for long. He managed to, I think, managed to get out of it. Probably somebody up high said, hey, you're gay or something. And, and so he was sent to America and got back very soon. And that was it. And I was just very happy. Having suspected for some time that something wasn't right with his own health, Nicky was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in the summer of 2014. When you were told, do you recall your reaction or how you felt at that time of finding out you had dementia? Um, I didn't really know much about it. I didn't, yeah, I was a bit, I remember going to see some very old friend who was at art school. I remember getting there and saying, well, I've got Alzheimer's. That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I can do about it, but that's it. I mean, I didn't really know what would happen. Yeah, um, and it, obviously, gradually, I found out more about it. But prior to being mm. officially diagnosed, had you noticed any problems with memory or any, anything of that nature? Not. That was much later. Because on the whole, I was carrying on doing everything. Mm. It's, and I must say, it's quite... It's been getting a little bit more just recently. Um, but I'm determined to keep on. So, to recap. Despite experiencing bereavement and the progression of his dementia, Nicky Stevens is determined to live as full a life as possible. Nicky, who worked as a designer and maker of bespoke furniture, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in summer 2014. He lives in Peckham, South East London, in the home he shared with husband Carlo, who died suddenly in April 2017. Nicky's memory isn't as good as it used to be, and he sometimes struggles to find the right word during a conversation, but despite these challenges, he has made a point of remaining as independent as possible. I feel I've been determined to do as much as I can myself because I didn't want people to say, oh, we'd better look after him there and all that stuff. Cause, and it's very nice people come over to, we cook together and things, but I'm determined to do as much as I can, really. Well, why, is mm. that, why is that independence so important to you, do you think? Because I don't 
I don't want to get a feeling that everyone's looking after me. I don't want people worrying and saying, oh, you can't get on a bus, you can't do this. But I do, because I'm very active. I've always loved to be walking, running, you know, and I think that probably helps a bit. Nicky does, however, acknowledge that there are instances where he needs additional support. I accept that there are certainly things my brain finds a bit difficult and that I don't want to get in the state of, of panic, you know. So, I, you know, I'll try and talk to someone. I'm happy to ask people to help me on certain things, yeah. A support worker visits Nicky two evenings a week to cook with him. A woman has also been living with him temporarily as part of a home share scheme, where a person who needs help to live independently at home is matched with someone who needs accommodation and can provide support in return. Nicky's weekly schedule includes a trip to the Royal Opera House in Covent Garden for a dance class for people in the early stages of dementia. It's been very good for me because the young woman who gets us all doing that, she reckons I'm the best one. I'm sorry, but... At his local Daffodil Activity Group, run by the Society, Nicky takes part in drawing, painting and yoga, as well as helping the sessions to go smoothly. What I do like is I keep active and I help people move the stuff around and talk to people. And the people who work there are great, they're very nice. At least I feel I can help people and they are helping me as well. I mean, obviously it was easier for me because I had Carlo probably is a bit more difficult because I'm on my own. You know, I do forget things a bit more. All the time I feel, well, maybe there's other ways I can keep assets, you know, and find ways that are helping me if I'm not, you know, doing things quite right or whatever. Another source of support and pleasure is the film that Nicky had made about his life. It was created by My Life Films through a free service to help people with dementia celebrate and remember their lives and experiences. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, it's a little bit younger then. Yes. <laughs> Covering Nicky's childhood through to the present day, the film includes clips of him reminiscing and personal photographs from over the years. Yeah, these are sketches of... Well, often when I was away somewhere. Yeah, yeah you would sketch the scene that you could see. Yeah. This is, uh, this is that's you and Carlo Aleppo. You and Carlo Aleppo. Yeah. And that's, I think we might not have been, we might have been somewhere in, in another place for that one, but that was in the, somewhere in Syria. Yeah. And they all loved him. Next steps. For our Keeping Active and Involved 1506 booklet, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash publications or call 0300 303 5933 local rate. For our LGBT Living with Dementia 1511 booklet and Supporting a Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual or Trans Person with Dementia 480 fact sheet, 
see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash publications or call 0300 303 5933 local rate. For more about My Life Films, visit www.mylifefilms.org or call 020-8948-7560. This was a podcast version of the article called Life's Rich Tapestry in the February-March 2019 issue of Dementia Together, Alzheimer's Society's magazine. Written and recorded by Gareth Bracken, produced by Nicola Leddy. For more magazine podcasts and links to other Alzheimer's Society podcasts, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash podcast. As well as print copies, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the print magazine or the CD, call 0330 333 0804, local rate.